Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Swapcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea, and community. We pay our respect to the elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torrent Strait Islander peoples today. We're talking again about Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast, the world's only podcast dedicated to body swap movies. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi. Unfortunately, Lucy is unwell this week, so with me, we only have... Brendan Levi! But, as a special treat, we have the very special guest from the fantastic podcast Hunting Seasons... Broderick Gordis! In today's episode, we will be breaking down the 2022 Thai-language Netflix original, AI Love You, starring Mario Mora and... Pim Chanok Lawais Ka Pai Boon, where an artificially intelligent building takes over the body of a human man in order to romance a woman who works inside of him. <laughs> I can understand getting confused. <laughs> uh, but before we get into that, just a reminder that we absolutely love hearing from our listeners and we welcome film suggestions for future episodes. So please reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram, send us an email at the swapcastpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support our show, reviewing us is the best way possible. So to say thank you, if we reach 100 star ratings on iTunes and Spotify, we will finally fulfill our fans' most common request to review Face Off. That's right. Welcome to the Locker Room Edition, boys <laughs> only. <laughs> oof, 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 oof. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the super manly thing that uh, three guys just watching a Thai rom-com together. <laughs> I was thinking, since I'm filling in for Lucy, I'm going to have to pull you guys up on all your sexist bullshit just to like fill in for her. Someone's going to yeah. stand up for the women. And here. we're, we're going to double down on oh, it. I can imagine. I'll do my best, Lucy. I'll try my best. I'm sorry. How's it having a penis, Brendan? Oh, I just <laughs> play with it all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Lucy so thank you. That <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thanks, Brod, for coming on to our show at su- such short notice. No worries. Um, I know you're super keen to use the little free time you have to watch Thai <laughs> sci-fi rom-coms. I was, yeah, I was already trying to watch the movie we're watching for our movie club this week, plus watch all of Peacemaker in preparation for reviewing that tomorrow for my podcast. And then out of the blue, Paul's like, "Hey, do you want to fill in and watch this?" hour and a half long Thai rom-com to come on our show. I'm like, <laughs> sure, I guess. And then I had the audacity to fuck up the time and the day we're recording just to make it <laughs> way more complex. Sorry about that. Conspiracy theory. I think Lucy watched the trailer and was smart enough to put <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like the whole family's sick, guys. <laughs> we can't do it this week. <laughs> All right, so on to AI Love You. This film is not only a body swap, it's a romance. It's speculative science fiction. It even becomes a martial arts film towards the end. <laughs> so my question is, did it do any of those things well? 
Uh, Brian? Uh, it did a lot of them, I'm not even going to say adequately. It, I, I'll, I'll put it this way. I didn't think the film was outright terrible. I thought it was a long, long way from being good, if that makes sense. It's my yeah. general feelings on, on the movie. <laughs> Uh, no particular element really stood out as being good. Everything seemed to be about as paint by numbers as it could be for the most part. Um, its sci-fi elements were thoroughly underexplored. Um, and what was an interesting premise, yeah, ended up making for a really basic, kitschy rom-com, basically, unfortunately. Uh, wholeheartedly agree. Like, by an hour and eight minutes, anything that could have been potentially interesting... Um, or could have been like derived from this p- plot, like was just completely shut down once we entered <laughs> Mortal Kombat zone of <laughs> robots with I don't know what was it like a, a laser sword laser and- sword that looked like a Dyson fan or something. Were anyway, they like <laughs> vending machine robots? They were. I actually really like the design of those robots, but yeah, it got real real weird real quick in there. <laughs> I, okay, like. F- for all the things I could say that's terrible, not even terrible, just mediocre about mediocre. this, show, this mm-hmm. movie, um, I did actually think they took a different punt at designing the world. Like, I've never seen robot buildings mm-hmm. that have, like, giant robot heads on top and arms that I don't know what they do, but... <laughs> I, I, I was trying to imagine that, too. They all, Most of them had, like, one arm because the way they were designed. I guess they were, sometimes you saw them carrying things. I was like, I guess they're, like... Maybe Passing if you move into the, the city. Yeah, like, that'd be cool. That'd be like, <laughs> yeah, just like do as a daisy chain down the city. But I was thinking like, imagine you move and like they just pick up your crate of stuff and like move it straight into the apartment. Like that'd be freaking cool. Actually yeah. be really helpful that. Yeah, but like they never showed the use of the arm. So it just kind of looked like completely useless. There was one point I remember <laughs> there was a robot that was holding something. I have no idea what it was holding or yeah, what like it was doing container with it. Yeah, it was like something that, yeah. like that. Yeah, I was just thinking and that made me go. But okay, what does that mean? And again, that's where it's like it's completely underutilized. It's sci-fi elements, and also misunderstood the fact that this is actually a dystopian future where these fucking oh, like creepy AI <laughs> are not just watching everything you do; they're gossiping with each other and trying to like funnel you down this path and like matchmake you in shit without your permission. That was fucked up. <laughs> Well, and also, like, taking over people's bodies. Oh, that too. Yeah, that bit too. <laughs> like, but, like... Yeah, Bob, the 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 body that Dob consumes, oh that my guy's God. 100% dead. <laughs> like, he, he did not survive. He got his brain fried and it was replaced by a robot. He was wearing Bob as skin. That's exactly right. It was yeah. fucked yeah. up. Yeah, I I have to agree, like, I didn't hate this film... But it is bad in a lot of ways, and it, I think you're underselling how batshit it, it it really feels. Uh, like it really, I wish it felt is more batshit. Crazy. I really kind of wish it 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 was a bit more off the wall. The problem was it's so stale on so many levels. It's so like basic and mediocre on a rom com level. It's mm-hmm. so like it doesn't feel it doesn't feel crazy enough. To, for, me, for it to feel crazy. It's like if you pick it apart and look at the individual elements, like the fact that Bob, no, sorry, Dob wears Bob as a skin suit. Yes, that's <laughs> fucked up. But I know it could have gone way further. It kind of just felt like a student film sometimes, like the things that they would mm. find charming or funny are the sort of things that maybe someone in year 10 would write rather than, you know, what a, uh, a feature film writer should be writing. Those sorts it- of things, which didn't make it, crazy it just kind of made it like whatever 
it's just it's just the implications of everything. Yes. So it's just so lazily written that everything that you're presented with, you're like, hang on a second. If I follow the logical conclusion of this world <laughs> and everything that's happening, like this is horrifying, you know? Yeah, like hundred percent. It almost felt at times like a special effects showreel. Like you could see somebody presenting this as like, look what I can do as a student. I can make these realistic looking robots and stuff. When was this and film just- made? Now. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe if they were doing special effects for mid-2000s Doctor Who. But apart from that, I wouldn't use this as a showreel. I didn't think that it, the special effects looked terrible. Like, I feel the buildings and stuff yeah. looked good. Okay. I think they were the best thing about the film. Maybe with- maybe what I'm thinking of is more the lighting and the set design, of which it was oh, like yes. it was made in a BBC studio in the mid-2000s is what it felt like to me. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally see that. But before we get any further, Paul, because Lucy's <laughs> uh-huh. not here, I feel like I should be the one to set you set the timer, get oh, you yeah. going on the, pl- on the plot summary. 30 oh, seconds shit. on the clock? This shouldn't be too hard. <laughs> you can do this in... Was it 30 or 60? 30. Oh, 30. Yeah, even in 30, you can do this one. Yeah, the, this one's. Mm. <laughs> 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 okay, on your marks. Get set. Go. So Lana is working in a building that's artificially intelligent. He falls in love with her and she goes on a whole bunch of da- bad dates. And then um, the, one of the bad dates ends up being the guy working on the building and then the building goes into the bad guy's body and then he uh, tries to uh, romance her but she doesn't have it because he used to be an arsehole but then um, makes her fall in love with her and then there's a like a bad guy that wants to kill the robots and then Ed's oh fuck. I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> I think you had a real shot at that one and you fumbled the ball a little bit Paul, I'm sorry. Yeah. like your your explanation was sort of like the movie where they forgot they <laughs> threw in this part about oh yeah we've got to wrap up that plot thread about there being an evil gang out there is it a gang that no 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 it's the, it's the it's the company that make it but the AI's gone rogue and their solution is to use what was he called? The guy, the hawk, the hawk. Yeah, but it's not like we went to a corporate office to like voices. He, they went to like like a seedy underbelly sort of. <laughs> That's just the corporate just, vibe they've got going. <laughs> it's just because in the future everything is neon lit. Everything, <laughs> all of it, every single thing. Um, but yeah, so that's where I feel this film really went off, off the wall. So in in the First half of the film, we established that um, there's, like, this asshole guy, Bob, mm. and he's watching all these, like, uh, how to pick up women videos on the internet, and they're hosted by this, like, creepy white guy. This guru. And then, yeah, his guru. And then we find out in the second half of the movie that the guru moonlights <laughs> as an AI hunter. <laughs> now... <laughs> The film never establishes that. Well, it kind of establishes this is a kind of an outside of the norm situation of a building mm-hmm. taking over a human. The- but for some reason, there's like a specific guy that hunts these things down as a job. <laughs> and he's like, I guess supposed to be like the Terminator. He thinks he looks like the Terminator, <laughs> but it's just like he looks like a 45-year-old white guy cosplayer yeah cosplay is exactly <laughs> what it looks like that fucking yeah I, the curved like lightsaber thing he had going with but on the right angles you could see the led lights 
like that lit it up. Yeah, it was. It looked like cosplay and so badly acted. Horrible. But why was he a pickup artist by day and AI hunter by night? I was thinking about this too. And apart from just making it feel like there's about six people who live in this city, the yeah. it, it did, I guess, tie into the idea that like the guru was a bad guy. If you didn't get it already, that like the idea of how you pick up women is you be an asshole to them. Um, was a bad idea. Guess what? This guy also kills rogue AI as his moon. Like they just wanted to make it like a full thought that this guy is a bad guy, so don't like him. I thought like, that, or they just couldn't pay for another actor, or the guy was the director and wanted to be in it more. I don't know. Yeah, there's no, there's no reason for it. It just <laughs> happened. <laughs> but again, like I wasn't mad at them wanting to shut down the rogue AI. Like he no. was out there taking over human bodies. Like. Get yeah. rid of him. That <laughs> 100% was the right thing to do. But at this point, we're meant to love um, the protagonist. We're meant to love Bob and don't want him to die. Oh. I love, sorry, Dob, who is in yeah. Bob, and want him to die at this point and, uh, and want him and Lana to get together. So, of course, that means everybody who opposes them is the bad guy, Paul. Don't you understand how stories work? Uh, I'm <laughs> Except sorry. everything that we've seen about Dob, like, paints like a worse picture than Bob. My I that's my opinion anyway. Like, Can I tell you my Bob favorite scene? Bob isn't as bad as Dob. <laughs> Bob's not as bad as Dob. I'll tell you my favorite scene. My favorite scene was when he finally got Lana out on that date and at the end of the date Lana says to him like you've really redeemed yourself. And all we saw on that date was Dob order way too much food and then need to go to the toilet with explosive diarrhea and then burp. <laughs> That was, they, were, they never talked, there was no conversation, there was no getting to know each other, there was just these three weird things that happened, and then Lana's like, you really redeemed yourself tonight, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's like, he's so um, charming, the way he just tells me so you know, that he wants to take a shit, so appealing. <laughs> well, did you guys, so did you guys watch it in Thai or in English? I actually started watching it in English. And I almost committed to it because I need to... This is my favourite line when we do our movie club. I had to do some ironing while I was watching the film. <laughs> but I decided, you know what? I'm on the podcast. I'm a guest. I'll do it properly. And I watched it in Thai with subtitles. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, we're well, having a guest. I'm going to actually read the dub version. <laughs> uh, good. Because in the dubbed version, when he's on his first date with her and he wants to go to the toilet, he says, I really need to defecate. Yeah. yeah. And I was like... Yeah, that's very. Uh, that actually made me laugh. It was a funny line. Then I watched it with in English just to see what their version of it. And he says, "I need to use the facilities," which completely robs the scene of its comedic premise. Like Paul. the whole point is Paul. is that <laughs> comedic premise, right? <laughs> well, really? it uh, look, look. The whole point of the fucking scene is that he is a robot that doesn't know how to speak as a human. Sure. So saying I need to use the facilities completely betrays the character. Yeah. Him saying defecate establishes everything we need to know about Dob. So just know that if you watch this in the English dubbed version, you've ruined the experience. And it's much better if you watch it in Thai. Like yeah. you'll have a better time with this, hor- not horrendous film, this very <laughs> mediocre movie. Yeah, well, other thing I noticed with the um, the subs and the dubs differences uh, in that date when she initially has with Bob before he gets taken over and he's a complete asshole to her. Um, at one point, he pulls up his shirt yeah. 
and is she's like, I think she was asking like, what's so good about you? And then he lifts up his shirt. It's like my pink nipples, which I didn't understand. <laughs> but <laughs> didn't you? I was that was one of my first questions I wrote down. Paul was like, is because it's like. You know, what makes you worth the trouble? And he pulls up his shirt and goes, these pink nipples. And I was like, hmm, Paul, like, <laughs> these uh, pink uh, nipples uh, worth the trouble? <laughs> look, I'm not, a, I like, I thought the pink nipples were nice, but, <laughs> um, like, maybe it's, a, maybe it's like a Thai cultural thing that, like, people with pink nipples are more, like, prized than people with darker nipples. Maybe that's a thing. I don't know. Uh, well, the, in the movie, it was explained that Lana said it's his excuse to show off his abs, right? Yeah. So, somehow showing his pink nipple was his way of, like, <laughs> without saying it, I've got rockin' abs. The weird thing is, they didn't show his abs in the fucking movie. So the guy didn't have abs and they didn't even yeah. find a shot from a, you know, a stunt double or whatever to do it with. I was yeah. like, well, that was, you had to tell me that's what the reason was. And so I'm just looking at a fucking nipple and going, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there's a, a table of girls behind them mm-hmm. and they're all like checking him out. And he then gives them the eye. And then she gets really upset about and call, it. And starts calling them whores. Like, just just goes- calling them whores. <laughs> uh, so in the uh, dub, she calls them skanks. So I don't know. <laughs> either way. Which I was like, either one. This is a, either a, one. a group of normal looking women who totally. like, find him attractive. And she's yeah. like, look at those skank whores over there. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you. Like that that was one of the other things I wrote down. I, I don't know why I'm supposed to like Lada. Like. Where, like, all the, the things that Dob goes through to pretend to, like, be so that Lana finds him more appealing. Like, we don't see any of that from her. Like, we don't see her caring for the elderly or um, having some, like, unique personal trait that, he, like, that we can all just go, oh, wow, she's really cool in some way. She's just very good looking. There. And, yeah, attractive. Exactly. Yeah, but, like... Really, as an AI, like, would he even have a gender or a sexual preference? Well, that's or, what like, I mean. An like, idea a- of what's of what's attractive or not, like, as like he you sound falls like in love guys. with. Her. <laughs> <laughs> he falls in love with her at the beginning as a building with her inside of it, <laughs> and there's like. Thousands of other people in this building as well. You can't yeah, tell. And he like, just comes across this woman who's mediocre at her job. <laughs> like, and and does the it thing for is, this fucking stupid AI system. So it's an AI that looks after thousands of people in a building. Like the building itself is the AI and it looks after all the people in the building. But the reason that the company decides they want to like shut him off is because he's getting distracted by Lana and he's not doing the other shit he's supposed to be doing. So they've created an AI that can ignore all the other shit it's doing to focus on one person. Like dystopian, Paul. This is but, yeah. But isn't fucked that up. like? Isn't that like if you what think you of want? a film like her, which made a bit more sense because the AI was falling in love with him, but it was also doing a whole bunch of other shit because it was an AI. It could do all multiple things at the same time. Like it made no fucking sense. But it did because it's like it's an actual like like a a unique being like it's not it's not just a machine like so I you, feel like you guys those are already are the things you're thinking about this more than the movie did <laughs> just so you know 
Well, I had nothing else to do because I was watching this piece of shit. How about the fact that, like, when Dob goes into Bob, he could, even though he was in a human body, he could continue to upgrade himself? How did that work? How was that working? Putting on, like, the helmet and frying his brain more. I mean, if you can. If you can upload yourself to a brain, I guess you can add more data to that brain. I didn't. Of all the things in this film, well, that was not the thing that worried me. Yeah, I think it's more frustrating that a super intelligent computer all of a sudden becomes a dumb fish out of water that gives like Paul the like you know. <laughs> um. So yeah, this film definitely, as you said, fish out of water. Mm-hmm. We're thinking films like Splash. Uh, it's definitely in that um, dumb born guy se- category. Yeah, born sexy yesterday trope, yeah. where like somebody falls in love with someone that's obviously mentally challenged and <laughs> infantile, <laughs> and for some reason, this person that's fully capable person just like falls head over heels mm-hmm. over for them. Are we done with this trope? Apparently not. So maybe just- <laughs> Did you say this film was made now? No. I don't know. Is it less offensive that it's a guy this time around? The thing is, it, it just <laughs> doesn't work on either way because like I said, like he's a super intelligent computer. He actually knows a lot, like, but as, as soon as you put him in a body, he all of a sudden becomes a dummy like he doesn't understand how to open a can of drink or yeah he doesn't know how to aim his penis we've it's established he's watching these people live their lives every day he is looking at every guy in that building whip out his dick and point his dick at the urinal multiple (laughs) times a day that's all he does and then he can't do it himself (laughs) we we're like we definitely have that classic body swap scene where the person goes into their new body and is exploring themselves. So this one's less, I guess, less genital focused than what we normally get. Slightly. The first thing he, yeah, the first thing he does is sniff his own feet. Yes. There was there was a dick thing in there though, wasn't there? There was something he needed to go to the toilet immediately. To, to pee into that was toilet. immediate, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I suppose when it's not a gender swap, it's like there's not that immediate focus on like I have different genitals now. It's more like yeah. I just have a body now, including all these weird bits that in this case include a penis. So I kind of get that. But the problem is things like him not being able to pee is basically the level of what all humor in this film is. Like explosive <laughs> diarrhea, as we talked about, burping, farting, whatever it might be. That is the level of humor of this entire movie. Yeah. Which once once again, whenever I'm looking at the film and looking beyond it to build my own my own like enjoyment <laughs> like i was thinking about like yeah if if a if a artificial intelligence did exist and then had to deal with the the chemical balances of a brain like and and all those like instinctual things flowing through you like he 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 immediately is like eating and drinking and and consuming like his impulse control is not mm-hmm. there you know what i mean like so there's kind of things like that. I know they didn't think of, but I was like, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that is one of the first things he does yeah. is like eats too much in that body, gorges himself. And then asks the AI, what was that AI's name? Al or something like that. Don't let me yeah. do that again. There was oh, one- How horrifying is that, that all the AI are like helping to like so keep it covered up? up. Yeah. It, the, the, AI, the way the AI <laughs> talk to each other, gossip to each other, 
fucking help each other out all the time. It's so fucked up. And I then- really wish it had turned to a horror film rather yeah. than turning into some sci-fi action film. Yeah, if my house was blackmailing to tell everyone yes. about my giant to- toy of drawer of sex toys. What the fuck? Unless I go on a date with someone, that is <laughs> seriously that was one of the fucked that's up not a bits. Rom-com. <laughs> no, it moves so far away because not even your friend would do that, right? Like if that yeah, was yeah. Lana's friend who she talks to on the phone, her human friend that we see in voice chat or whatever or FaceTime, had done that. That would have been fucked up enough. But when it's your fucking personal assistant. Alexa AI thing that runs your entire life. Get fucked. That was so creepy. And the fact that Lana has no reaction to that, but like when you're getting annoying, I'm going to turn your AI preferences off. Get the fuck out of that building. Run away. You're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah imagine if Siri just tomorrow was like started blackmailing you with yes. browser history. <laughs> well, yeah, like this is, this is why I was saying like Dob is worse than Bob because when we, when we have a look at it, you know, if we just look at this film, we have him spying on her in her home and office, holding <laughs> the doors closed and yes. physically stopping her from leaving places. He's a pushy stalker. Bob, <laughs> orchestrating <laughs> situations to give her a false perception of reality. <laughs> Literally using a network of friends to black blackmail her. Like she this this is not killing a, a, people to get closer to her. It's yeah, it's an it's an arsehole for a different arsehole who's also a psychotic. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And, and let's just acknowledge, though, that Bob was a piece of shit also. Like, he was an awful person. Sure. But he at least with to Bob. Die. Yeah, he didn't deserve to <laughs> die. Also, as shit a person as he was, the pickup thing wasn't working for him. The thing he learned from the girl wasn't working for him. He may have grown and realized and found someone that had a really, you know, exactly. a really great partner. He never got the opportunity, Paul, because fucking Dob <laughs> erased his fucking brain. <laughs> oh, I, like, I'm agreeing with you guys. I just wanted to make it very clear that we're not saying that Bob was a good guy. <laughs> was a good guy, but I wouldn't say he deserved to be taken over by a rogue AI. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Though Although maybe, it's... you know, next day I'm going on, I'm showing him my pink nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I thought that was a bold move. I thought I I could see someone finding that, like, hilarious. <laughs> he wasn't such a tool. <laughs> it's like, why should you put up with me? These pink nipples. <laughs> it did remind me there was one, you were talking about, like, whether there's a penis joke or a general joke. There was one sex joke, which is when he went to the club and there was that attractive girl who made out with him or whatever. Or yeah. she said she was beautiful or whatever. And then his line was to the boyfriend, she makes me feel stiff in a pleasurable way. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all been there? <laughs> so what did we think of the, like, apart from the dystopian aspect of it, what did you guys think of its vision of the future? Uh, I, I think... I Poorly think lit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it... it really underutilizes like the usefulness of an artificial intelligence why make them buildings why like we already saw that this dob like ai could do lana's job better than lana why isn't <laughs> lana putting her feet up in like honolulu while dob does the actual marketing crap you know what i mean yeah oh uh, and that like because she's she's a marketing executive i guess and then he i guess we never she, saw yeah. anything she did after <laughs> she, that. She, she does a pitch meeting where she's trying to sell like a can of of soda pop and everybody in the meeting fucking hates, hates it. it it's just like this like generic looking uh bottle it looks like she put a piece of shit on the screen and they're all like <laughs> so upset 
<laughs> so then uh the next day like dob does his run on it and creates his version of the can which also looks fucking generic <laughs> except they're like uh a different artist will make the uh the sticker so it will be per- a, a different can that people can collect or some bullshit like that and they all fucking jizz their pants <laughs> like it's something that's never been done before like coke doesn't do this five times a year <laughs> that boardroom um, scene reminded me of my favorite scene in birdemic um when they sell the company and they all get a million dollars out of it and you see every board member <laughs> clapping it's one of my favorite scenes in all of, of cinema and it had that vibe to it uh if only we were watching Bird <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I read into more than the movie actually put thought into was the fact that he was a homophobic AI. Really? I didn't clock that. When was he homophobic? When the... Uh, all right, so for... The oh, actually, oh, no, the, yeah. the guy that like he had the pretend fight with or whatever. Yeah, he hires a, a, a ruffian-looking <laughs> gentleman <laughs> to, to pretend to rob her at gunpoint. <laughs> Actually, rob her on gunpoint. Yeah, yeah. In her mind, because he's happened. a nice guy. <laughs> she's got she's got PTSD now, <laughs> and so he <laughs> pretends, like literally pretends, because it's very transparent that he's batting away the gun and telling him to like piss off with his head. <laughs> um, anyway, the, the later on he meets up with him to be like, "Cheers, thanks a lot," and the guy blows it, gives him a little kiss, and. He seems really like taken back. Like as a <laughs> AI, why is he so uh, like has that sort of reaction rather than you know what I mean? To be fair, yeah. he offered to kiss the boyfriend of the girl that made gave him a pleasurable stiff feeling. He wasn't too faced <laughs> about that. He was happy to kiss him. So I don't know. I think he was. Yeah. If I'm on Dobbs' side, I'm not on Dobbs' side. This. I don't know why I'm trying to defend him. <laughs> <laughs> when you're next time, um, you're reviewing. A prestige TV show, Brad. Are you going to think about the time you were talking about the pleasurable, <laughs> stiff feeling guy? I plan to forget about this movie the minute we stop talking about it. In fact, I barely have. I keep thinking about peacemaker scenes that involve people being taken over by things, and Jim Carter for some reason because I had to watch it all this week. Uh, it's all a blur. I can't wait to forget this movie. But you see, like I feel like it was a real deep and meaningful like reaction because it was talking it was discussing like how flawed human beings are the ones building these ais you know it's like that like did you hear about there was this uh beauty contest that was put on uh, where um programmers built an ai to to like present the most beautiful person in the world using machine learning and basically all the candidates turned out to be white. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> because it was built by, like, racist people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it was reflecting back the, like, anyway. I know this movie wasn't doing that, but Not that's what I pretended. fucking close. It didn't even <laughs> slightly approach that shit. In fact, by the end of the movie, any affection they had for AI went out the window. Lana ends up with Bob, who's like 8% Dob still. And who knows what happened to Kino? Um, Lana's AI, she's gone. Fuck those guys. It's now about Lana and Bob being together. What? <laughs> yeah, like, so Lana uh, 
gets her AI in her brain so that she can learn martial arts skills so that she but can they're like rescue both dog. occupying it in sort of a like a Dragon Ball Z fusion sort of thing going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like all of me, the all movie of me, we did, yeah, yeah, where Steve Martin and Lily Tomlin are sharing a body sure. that we did. Um, but I don't even want to discuss those films in the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Uh, the other film that this really reminded me of was uh, Virtual Sexuality, which I guess is another film about AI going into a, a body. Who would but believe that was... they did it better? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I actually really like Virtual Sexuality. You were the only one that hated that one. Um, but uh, at least in that one, the AI was completely based off of the personality of a human being. It wasn't a completely created thing. So it felt less gross. Than this one. What was the Scarlett Johansson AI love story with um her? Her, her. yeah, that was a good movie. That was <laughs> like, if you want to actually discuss like what are the implications of people and AI falling in love and like an AI that's ever evolving and etc cetera, etc. Cetera, go watch that movie. That's her, that's what the her, stuff Brandon wishes was in this movie. <laughs> her is the picture on Wish, and AI love you is what you get in the mail. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You started eating without me. Not to mention you, you flirted with those skanks. What reason have you given me to go to your place? Well, this is why. You like nipples? Nice six pack you got. Really hot. Too bad you're such a dick. So you heard what we thought of the movie. But how attractive did we find the cast? Now it's time for Hot or Not. This is why I love coming on these highbrow podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brad, uh, would you like to sing the theme song this week? Are they a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if you're hot or not. Ding, ding. ding. Everyone, Everyone is beautiful in their own, own way. way. I think I put they's instead of them's in there. Whatever. You understand. It's, it's, all good. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but very well done. Thank you. I didn't give you a script. You did that no. totally off of I'm listening fan, to us. Paul. I've even left a review and anyone who doesn't is a piece of shit. Thank you very much. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> all right. So first off, Mario Maurer as Dob slash Bob. <laughs> I, Hot I, or not? I, I think, I th- like, I mean, as human beings, they're both pretty awful. And as AI, they're both pretty awful. <laughs> I guess they're attractive to look at. They're, like, nice to look at. <laughs> they have pink nipples. Yeah. I Yeah. I'm fucking... I, I've got a stiff, pleasurable feeling <laughs> for, his, for his pink nipples. <laughs> um, look, he's hot. Like, he's, as a character... He's a not, but he's he's hot. So I'm just gonna give him a hot because but Paul, I'm like, superficial. If 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 like <laughs> like he said, like is it worth the trouble? Is like if you were on a Tinder date and this guy was acting this way, would you still? It doesn't have to be <laughs> a lifelong commitment, Brendan. It can just be one night of fun. It's fine. Um, no, I have to admit, like recently I did go on a Tinder date 
with a guy that had very similar vibes to Bob, like in terms of his assholishness. <laughs> okay. And I didn't let it go any further. Oh. So I have but to was say- he as, attra- as attractive as Bob? Not probably, he's not like a movie star, but he was definitely attractive. Like I found the guy attractive. And if he wasn't a piece he of found shit, his skin suit attractive is what you're saying. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, maybe outside of this podcast, I'm not such a superficial person. Aww. But on it, but you know, maybe that's all lies. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, wow. In the past- I'm- Sorry, go on, Brendan. I was just going to say this is like a real breakthrough. It's like. <laughs> Pink nipples aren't enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm curious, um, is the guy that plays Bob slash Dob, is he like a famous actor in Thailand or is he, I know in yeah. Korean stuff has often been like K-pop stars and stuff. Like, yeah, it's well. always a K-pop star. Yeah, yeah. especially yeah. the pretty ones. Yeah, no, he's not a he's not a pop star, but he's definitely a um, heartthrob. And yeah. him and... Uh, Pim Chanok, who played Lana, were in a rom-com um, in 2010 together. So was this like a- is Thailand's Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan is what you're telling Pretty me. Pretty like, yeah. So if you look at all the reviews of this film, it's all people going, I've been waiting for these guys to be in a film together for 12 <laughs> years and this is what we got. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I actually watched a trailer of the film they were in together and it actually looks super charming. It's like a coming of age film. She's kind of like the nerdy girl, um, nerdy awkward girl in school, and he's the heartthrob, and they fall for each other. And it actually looks cute. Um, there's no rogue AIs in it. Do they all. swap bodies? No. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to watch it. Don't worry. Uh, so on to that. Pim Chanok, Lu Wise, Thang Pain Bon. Uh, I fucking slaughtered that. Sorry, there was, sorry to eight, sorry eight, to the people of Thailand. It was eight, <laughs> different in eight different ways the first time I pronounced it. It was perfect. Yes, she's probably uh, listening right now. She's either bilingual or she's got an interpreter to. Yeah, to, well, that's the thing. I'm sure she's super intelligent, can pronounce all of our names perfectly, <laughs> and I'm just disrespecting the fuck out of it. I'm very sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, did we find her attractive? Yes, is the question. Yes, yes, she's very, very. Good to look at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, nah. Lucy's not here, so like <laughs> her tits, right? Oh, I could just you know play with those. Oh wait, my wife's listening. Um, yeah, she's right. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you said you were going to stop this behavior. <laughs> I, I, my internet cut out. I don't know what happened there. It's fucking oh, connection probably- from Adelaide to Melbourne. Something went wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah, what you, happened? You don't want it. You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to listen back and be like, oh, my God, take me off. <laughs> I don't want to be involved with anymore. Uh, um, Cancelled by association. Uh, uh, yeah, she's she's a beautiful person. Yeah. Her, character was, her character was boring as fuck. There are no character. There is no character. There's no and there's character. obviously something wrong with her as well, like. As much as yeah. there was Bob, because yeah. yeah, she she was actually impressed by him having diarrhea and <laughs> <Yeah>. surfing. <laughs> look, look, there are some people with shit fetishes. I'm not going to kink shame anyone. She was obviously mm, one of that them. One. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> you had it here first. It's uh, a no, sanitary thing. No shies upon for Brendan. All right, so um, David. Asa Venoud as the hawk, the um, guy that 
was hunting down the rogue AIs. Also, the sex guru. <laughs> I mean, I'm no, I was I wasn't attracted to him. I'd be more interested in your opinion on this. I think Paul. Oh, he is gross. Oh, uh, okay, cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> but is he it just, just that because sk- he's a, a like a like it, it, just because he was a pickup artist? Um, he just had that vibe of he should like, be wearing a fedora. Yeah, yeah, he's just one of those like fucking nerdy ass fucking dweebs that puts on like a leather jacket and then thinks he's like a fucking sex god. Like, I like dweebs, but like, know your fucking place. You you know, you're not Brad Pitt. You're just a piece of shit, ugly 50 year old man. So leave leave me alone. <laughs> he definitely dressed up and took that store with him to like the Matrix Reloaded or something like that. Like he lined up for day one tickets. And yes. the ponytail wasn't helping anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, everything about him was just made my skin crawl. But I think it was supposed to, so. Yeah. Yeah, good work. Um, you did a good job. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you were great. <laughs> um, there aren't any more characters, Paul. There's no one in this movie. <laughs> there are characters in this movie. Yeah, like, I'm looking at the rest of the cast. It's like bartender. <laughs> yeah. Um. What did you guys think when they were at that party and um, there was, like, an old man singing? Like, what the fuck at was the party that? Or at the party or at the club? I can't remember. He was oh, doing karaoke the second... Uh, they, they were, like, on a rooftop bar. Oh, yeah, and when then, the, the, the date that was going so well after the the explosive diarrhea and the, and the burpee and shit. Yeah. I, I thought I knew the song, but I think it was just so terribly Mate, done. That uh, yeah. I, I think it was... Supposed to sound like another song, but they couldn't get the rights. Yeah, okay. I think it actually seemed like it would be a cool location. Like, there's no way they built a set or whatever. It was probably actually was a cool rooftop bar somewhere they hide yeah. out on a Tuesday night when no one wanted to be there. I don't know. Yeah, I I reckon even the rooftop bar where he had the diarrhea, I went to when I was in Thailand because I wow. recognized it. Yeah, there's a lot, like the hotels and everything in in Thailand are beautiful in Bangkok. Mm. Um, and a lot of this architecture, I think they just took and then just added a robot head to oh, it. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. That was how it was done. And it worked. I, that, weirdly, as you were talking about the special effects earlier, we should come back around to it. I didn't hate that look. Like, that was original, as you said. Um, but this did nothing with it. I did want to yeah. talk quickly about that club that he goes to when he gets the stiffness, great feeling, whatever. <laughs> yeah. A... The club was just called The Club. Like, that's fucking confidence. <laughs> that's strong branding <laughs> if you can be just known as The Club. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was thinking was, was that some, like, a traffic light sort of situation going on? Because it seemed like people who were wearing glasses didn't interact with anybody else. Only people who weren't wearing those weird, like, glow-in-the-dark sunglass things were interacting with Bob and, and so forth. They were the ones who wanted to, like, pick up and so forth. I don't think that was actually mm. happening. I just think they wanted to make sure that anyone who was an extra couldn't see their fucking eyes. That's <laughs> and uh, how pumping was that club? Like, <laughs> I'm joking. There were just like people Five standing people. miles miles away. It was like a club during COVID. <laughs> it like, might have yeah. been during COVID. Actually. It was probably probably during actually COVID. during COVID. And then yeah. like everyone's dancing to a different song like nobody <laughs> is dancing to the same rhythm it was yeah it was good <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it a hot i was just kissing a very attractive woman she's my girlfriend you ass white 
Now it's time for Opinion Swap, where we find some entertaining reviews of AI Love You from across the interwebs. Um, so yeah, I had to sift through a sea of people fangirling over the two actors. <laughs> um, but I eventually did find some. All right, so this one's from Rain on Letterboxd, who gives it two stars. Not even a robot falling in love with a woman could disturb me as much as the my pink nipple scene. I could never look at Mario the same way ever again. Thank you very much. <laughs> so core Wait, demographic also isn't on board with the pink nipples. <laughs> All right, so uh, this one is from Snoots on IMDb. And they say, language note, parents should be warned that English voiceovers contain vulgarity not included in the original Thai version, nor in the English subtitles. I consider that both are necessary and a betrayal of the original version. Such poor translation can't even be accounted to cultural differences. It was just gratuitous slop translation. So instead of my standard five-star mediocre rating, it gets three stars for raunchy translation. Did you uh. watch the film twice, once dubbed, once subbed, Paul, to find out what the key differences was? <laughs> no, because I actually just found this review today and I watched <laughs> this film three days ago. <laughs> but um, it's funny that this person obviously wanted to show this film to their kids. <laughs> the cute building robots, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and the, and the cute, stiff in a pleasurable way feeling. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the cute blackmail over sex toy sequence. <laughs> all right. So this person gives it two out of ten. Not that bad at all. Two out of ten is not that bad. <laughs> not that bad. Uh, <laughs> so this is from Stefan uh, on IMDb, by the way. This movie do have some good bits. It has a start, a middle, and an ending. It has sound and made in color. The AI building are the best part of the movie. The script has a lot of potential for improvement. A large part of the budget has been spent on special effects, actually almost all the budget. Target group for this is nuclear. It feels like a special effect. It feels like a special effects showreel. A solid 2 out of 10. This was written by a chatbot. What the fuck was it? <laughs> Maybe Dob wrote it. Maybe Dob did write it. The 8% of Dob that was left wrote that. And finally, this one's from M Blanks on IMDb. He gives it 10 out of 10. The future is not too far off. <laughs> Funny how this movie makes so much sense. Technology has become so advanced and we use artificial intelligence in our everyday lives. Our computer phones, the TV, the internet, in either Japan or China, they already have a robot that resembles human features with almost a mind of its own. It's being taught how to learn. So in all honesty, so it's being taught, movie- it's being, it's being taught how to learn. How to learn. <laughs> but it doesn't know how. This could take a while. <laughs> so in all honesty, the movie isn't that far-fetched and could 
then should be easy for anyone to understand. This kind of future isn't that far away. Movies like this have been out forever. Humans have always been trying to figure out a way to make it happen, playing God with something that they will not be able to control. <laughs> Where's oh, this going? I thought we were talking about the movie. <laughs> playing God with For something centuries, that... <laughs> man has looked at the skies. <laughs> <laughs> playing God with something that they will... <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> playing God with something that they will not be able to control one day. Oh, the irony of it all. Good movie, though. Yeah. Maximum score, 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10, out of 10. <laughs> this should be shown at schools. <laughs> oh. 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 Bob, what's wrong with you? Oh, this is awkward. But I have to. I have to go use the facilities. I'm sorry. Will you excuse me? Sure. Let's get to tenuous recommendations where we each recommend a piece of media that is linked to today's movie in some way. And a reminder, if you ever want to see the list of all the recommendations we have made on the show, head over to our letterbox page, which is linked on our website. So, uh, Broad, you're the guest. You can start us off this week. I 100% forgot to do this. (laughs) That's okay. I I was just going to say, I think we've all clearly stated uh, if not five times already if you haven't seen her like this isn't going to be uh, my recommendation sure. it's going to be all of our recommendations yeah. if the concept of this film sounds like something you would actually want to see but done well definitely watch her Her's amazing okay yeah. i actually came up with one that i like uh, yeah. a recommendation i like um I'm, well, I'm, am i going gonna, first yes going? yes you, i'm yeah. gonna recommend a game a video game called yeah. Doki Doki Literature Club. It Ooh. is I it's actually a game this is what makes it really easy to recommend is cuz the more I tell you about it um the, the it's, it, I shouldn't tell you anything about it basically. It's a game you can basically play in one night. It's essentially a like a dating sim um which is very popular sort of game style in like Japanese games and so forth. It's very anime style. It's like it's about you who's at a school and there's three or four girls who are all sort of vying for your attention and you choose who you want to date, basically. And stuff happens and it's not quite what it seems. And if you play the game, you will find out how this is tenuously recommended, uh, uh, tenuously connected to um, AI I Love You. Um, but it's actually a good time. It's It starts off feeling kind of cute and rote as a, like a dating sim. Um, it's not for kids. 18 plus yeah. or 15 plus only. Doki Doki Literary Club. It's on Steam, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think it may have even had an update recently. Definitely a game. I'd recommend playing if you've got a PC in particular. It's it's a lot of fun on that. I I I've I heard about this and I know kind of a bit about it. Yes. The thing that kind of put me off of it from what I've heard about it is do you have to be like really good at games and computer language? No, you don't have to be really of it? you don't have to be really good. It will it it does get meta, and yeah. that um, I'll put it this way: if you got stuck, go online and find a guide. And even if you have to follow the guide to continue the story or whatever, you will still be impressed and 
by the creativity of how this game was made, if that makes sense. So even okay. if you get stuck and you can't quite figure out, and it will, it, it, there are a couple of points where it will clue you in as to what you need to do, sort of push you in that direction um, mm-hmm. if you wait long enough. But if you're really, really stuck, and it's really just the very end of the game where you need to be particularly aware of this stuff. This is so mm-hmm. vague. It's so hard to explain yeah. without giving it away. <laughs> but if you followed a guide, you would still go, oh, that's fucking cool. Put, okay. it out, put it that way. Okay. It's not for everybody. It's also uh, hmm. uh, trigger warnings, I think, would be important as well because it gets pretty dark at times. Maybe not for people who are sensitive to like graphic images or depictions of like depression or suicide and that sort of stuff, if that makes sense. Okay. All but right. like really, really interesting piece of... Um, of video game, of a, of a very interesting video game, and one that actually is, yeah, weirdly tangentially connected to uh, AI. I love you. Cool, Doki Doki Brandon, Club. Brandon, have you ever heard of that one? Or? I haven't, but uh, it sounds like it's up my alley. I might give it a look. Yeah, it can, awesome. you can probably finish it in one night. I did it in one night. Took me about six hours, I think. Awesome. Nice. All right, I'll go next. Um, I want to recommend a good time movie. <laughs> Um, so I don't know if either of you guys have seen this one before from 2003, uh, Ong Bak starring Tony Jaa. Have either of you guys seen this? Mm -mm. I don't know if I've seen it since I was like 15 or something like that. Okay. But I remember having a bowl. Yes. So this is the film that put the martial arts superstar Tony Jaa on the map. He's since, uh, done a, a whole bunch of movies in Thailand um, and he's also been in Hollywood movies like the Fast and the Furious films. Um, but this is the film that got him where he is now. Um, and it's a martial arts film with a very simple uh, premise. Uh, Tony Jaa is in his like remote village and then these evil guys come and steal the sacred statue of the village and bring it back to the city. And then he has to go to the city and fight his way through the city to get the the statue back. Cool. But what's remarkable about this film is that it has zero special effects in it and it has some of the most insane martial arts action you'll ever see. Like all the stunts they did for real and it's brutal. And uh, it really brings you back to, you know, watching all those old Jackie Chan films where they'd have like the end credits bloopers. Mm. Like and people are really getting hurt, this film takes that to the next level. Like, the people are doing insane shit in this film, um, and it's just a joy to watch. And, like, especially when you watch, like, so many Hollywood action films that are cut to ribbons, that, like, nobody's actually doing anything with weight to it, this is the complete opposite of that. So if you love your martial arts and you haven't seen Ong Bak, Watch on back. It's it's a it's a very easy film to watch. It's not long. Um, it's super fast paced, amazing action. Um, so yeah, definitely give it a go. Cool. Uh, Brendan, what's yours? Uh, I'm just gonna lay out a decent uh, artificial intelligence film. So mm-hmm. I think I think most people are into this sort of genre. Uh, this is sort of a standard. But for those who have never seen it, I'm recommending. Ex Machina. Uh, that was the one before I thought of Doki Doki. <laughs> it was that and Blade Runner 2049 with the two I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a few that are just like so obvious, but I was like, ah, I, I don't think Ex Machina gets like, I know uh, 
and anyone who's a fan of this genre has seen mm-hmm. it, but I think a lot more people would enjoy it than just nerds who like talking about computers. <laughs> it's an exceptional <laughs> movie. I remember walking out of that film, seeing it uh, in the cinemas, and my initial impression was that I really liked it, but I didn't love the end. And then I thought about it more and more as like standing away for the train. I was like, actually, I fucking love that. Love the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, for that very reason, I won't say a lot, but it's a, it's about a, uh, a guy who's, um, works for like a Google esque kind of company who's been, uh, awarded to go off into the, into the middle of nowhere to stay with a, you know, with a Steve Jobs type of guy. And basically, uh, he's, uh, created the first true artificial intelligence and he's um put a task uh this guy with sitting down with that artificial intelligence and trying to determine doing a turing test mm. uh to determine whether or not it is the the real deal um and it is awesome and mm-hmm. it's scary and interesting and very unique so i highly recommend people watch that yeah, I remember that was my favorite film the year it came out. So, highly recommend it. Directed by Alex I, Garland, who's got who what did Twenty Eight Days Later? He wrote that Annihilation. What else did he do? A bunch of good stuff. Uh, he just recently did the TV series. Oh, devs, devs. That's right. Mm. Which we reviewed on Hunting Seasons. Yeah, I think with Paul. Me. Yeah, <laughs> ah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> but I was also going to just throw in there because I I like a lot of this genre, but. Uh, if you want to take a little lighter and fun, uh, there's an immersive s- internet story called uh, The Future of Football, and you can enjoy reading that along on sbnation.com slash a slash 17776-football slash chapter one. Could they just Google The Future of Football? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. They could do that. <laughs> or, or just... Google one seven 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 six. I'm sure they'll take you directly there. What? That's a level five body hijack. That AI has gone rogue. Rogue? Exactly, rogue. My smart buildings, they're all state of the art. Achieving technology like this requires multiple layers of complex coding. There's a word for this shit. Chaos. If you head over to our website, you'll see that each of us has ranked every body swap movie we've reviewed on the podcast. So my question is, where are we all going to put AI Love You on our list? So obviously Broad has only reviewed like two things on our show. This is the third thing I reviewed on your show. (laughs) But... It means he gets to choose for Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) So straight to the top of Lucy's list. uh, uh, This will go at the bottom of the list of the things we've reviewed on this. And I'm trying to think as well. Do we we did the uh, TV shows on here too, didn't we? We did, yeah. Yeah. So I'm also I'm still putting this at the bottom of the list. Just the list is longer (laughs) than I initially thought. Uh, So wait, Soul. It's definitely Soul. Uh, no, I'd put... Well, I wasn't on. I was going to say Heart and Soul goes on my list, even though I wasn't on the podcast to review it. <laughs> Heart and Soul probably goes to the top. Soul, and then what was there? Buffy, uh, Lizzie McGuire, Futurama, and what was the other one? I can't even remember. Oh, and Community. Yeah. Uh, they're all next, not necessarily in that order. Definitely followed by AI I Love You down the bottom. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do I need to justify that? No. The movie was really average, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brendan, where are you putting it? Uh, I'm going to put it between uh, My Brother the Pig and the Shaggy Dog because I had a lot more fun with My Brother the Pig than I did with this film. So <laughs> that's that. I'm surprised it's even close to My Brother the Pig then. <laughs> well, that's sort of become like... You know, the barometer, anything under that, I'm starting to just go, uh. <laughs> Where was the shaggy DA as opposed to the shaggy dog? Was it above or below the shaggy dog on your list, Brendan? Shaggy DA was further down than the shaggy, further down, shaggy okay, dog. Right. Yeah. yeah, but not too far. I think it's it's sandwiching uh, <laughs> heaven can wait. <laughs> um, I am going to put this between uh, exchange... And chances are, so <laughs> I like I wanted to put it near exchange because that was another like sci-fi, sci-fi, like dystopian sci-fi thing. But that had like awesome car car chase scene with explosions and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm putting it below exchange. Yeah, yeah. I'm this saying, I, this I had a green LED sword, Brendan. Come on, yeah. buddy. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's below all the cool like. Car chases and boobs of ex- exchange, <laughs> but not uh, but better than Robert Downey Jr. having sex with his own daughter in in <laughs> Chances Are. So next episode, yet again, we're going to do a brand new body swap film. Oh two my weeks goodness! In a row. Well, two episodes in a row. They just when keep do we making ever do an, an, an old one that we've already done. <laughs> they heard. They oh, heard. You said, were sorry, a new, uh, sorry, a new release. Like, a new release. Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, we're going to do a different one this week. I was like, haven't we been doing that entire series? <laughs> <laughs> they knew you were running out, and they're like, we've got to keep giving content for the Swapcast podcast. We need we to keep making more. We are not running out. Right <laughs> Brendan I've and Lucy years. wished you were running <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> We could literally keep going for 10 years oh even if God. they didn't make an, any more body swap movies. I live for our 10-year swap episodes because, like, <laughs> that's all I want to do is tell people <laughs> what to watch and, <laughs> and why I like it. <laughs> well, I think we have a good chance of liking next week's. So this is Pixar's latest movie, <gasps> which is dropping on Disney Plus on March 11th, which is red? next week. Turning Red. red. Does this mean yeah. I'm coming back next week as well? I want to review Turning Reds. You're you're more than welcome to come <laughs> back, right? If you'd like two Pixar um, film reviews, and now we're talking. Do you know what? <laughs> when I I think I said this at the time. I went on a fucking game show with Pixar as my special subject, right? This is my fucking bag. Yeah, I've seen that episode. Oh, did you? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was on Australian Idol. That was my. Uh, <laughs> Were you? Was, yes. I watched that. <laughs> I'm going to go find that right now. I'll, I'll, I'll show you after the Please. episode. <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, Turning Red stars Sandra O oh and Jordan Fisher, and it centers around a 13 year old girl that turns into a red panda whenever she's excited. I think I'm going to turn into a red panda because I'm excited about this episode. Fucking nice. I'm looking <laughs> super looking forward to this. I've seen some yeah. weird criticisms about the art style or the. Uh, yeah, mm. not the animation, but the art style. I think it looks really fun. I really like cool. that Pixar aren't yeah. just like continuing to make, do the Pixar face for every, like, you know, Dreamcast, DreamWorks characters all seem to look the same in every movie. I'm like, yeah. glad they're mixing it up. Looks really yeah, good. Yeah, and, and I think it's got like a, either in sync or a Backstreet Boys song in the trailer. Like, fucking sign me up. How can you lose? Uh, yeah. Um, 
So, oh, now I know what I'm recommending for next <laughs> week as well. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Luca Pixar's last film was my favorite film of last year. So, I'm fucking hyped for this. a good this. movie. Yeah. Um, so, until next time, don't be a piece of shit on the ground, T- DPW, <laughs> and review us on iTunes or Spotify. And I was Paul Mitzi. Ah, oh, I was Brendan Levi. And I was Broderick Gorse of the Hunting Seasons podcast. You can find us on Spotify and uh, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Come and find us. We're reviewing Peacemaker next week. Yes. And uh, I was just on there reviewing and just like that for you Sex and the City oh, fanatics. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I still have not listened to that episode. <laughs> you should. If you enjoy hearing me getting berated, then you should listen to <laughs> oh, it. <laughs> maybe I will. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Bye. 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 The Swellcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.